Welcome back to Sunday Scripture from All Saints Catholic Church in Dallas, Texas, where each week our ministry team will read through and reflect on the Mass readings for the upcoming Sunday. Today we're looking at the Mass readings for the sixth Sunday of Easter, May 9th, 2021. You can find these readings at usccb.org under the Daily Mass Readings tab at the top of the page. Be sure to go ahead and subscribe on your podcast platform so that you don't miss any of our weekly episodes. Let's go ahead and read through the readings for this Sunday. Our first reading is from the Acts of the Apostles. When Peter entered, Cornelius met him, and falling at his feet, paid him homage. Peter, however, raised him up, saying, Get up! I myself am also a human being. Then Peter proceeded to speak and said, In truth, I see that God shows no partiality. Rather, in every nation, whoever fears him and acts uprightly is acceptable to him. While Peter was still speaking these things, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who were listening to the word. The circumcised believers who had accompanied Peter were astounded that the gift of the Holy Spirit should have been poured out on the Gentiles also, for they could hear them speaking in tongues and glorifying God. Then Peter responded, Can anyone withhold the water for baptizing these people who have received the Holy Spirit even as we have? He ordered them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And our responsorial psalm comes from Psalm 98. The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving power. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done wondrous deeds. His right hand has won victory for him, his holy arm. The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving power. The Lord has made his salvation known. In the sight of the nations he has revealed his justice. He has remembered his kindness and his faithfulness toward the house of Israel. The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving power. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation by our God. Sing joyfully to the Lord, all you lands. Break into song, sing praise. The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving power. Our second reading comes from the first letter of John, chapter 4. Beloved, let us love one another, because love is of God. Everyone who loves is begotten by God and knows God. Whoever is without love does not know God, for God is love. In this way, the love of God was revealed to us. God sent his only Son into the world so that we might have life through him. In this is love. Not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son as expiation for our sins. Our gospel for this Sunday is from John chapter 15. Jesus said to his disciples, As the Father loves me, so I also love you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and your joy might be complete. This is my commandment. Love one another as I love you. No one has greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I no longer call you slaves because a slave does not know what his master is doing. I have called you friends because I have told you everything I have heard from my father. It was not you who chose me, but I who chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit that will remain so that whatever you ask the father in my name, he may give you. This I command you, love one another. 
take a minute, look back over these readings, see what may stand out to you, uh, what questions you might have, what connections you may see between the three readings. Um, and then after that, um, then you can discuss with those you're with. But since we've already um, reflected on these readings, we're gonna jump right in. Really, I think, kind of jumps out to me right away with these readings is um, in Acts of the Apostles. So before all of this happens, Peter is sent out to visit and work with a tanner. Tanner is a person who works with animal carcasses, right? They, they skin the animals, they use the coating of the animals for different things to make clothing. The person that goes out to visit is a Jew, and Jews are not supposed to use or be around or touch unclean animals. And so this is kind of a conflict, Peter, but Peter then has this dream. And in the dream that Peter has, it's the idea that the, the unclean animal is something that is permissible because it's been cleansed by God ahead of time. And so Peter finally, I think, before he goes to visit Cornelius, he kind of understands that the mission is not the church just being the Israelites. It's bigger than that, which I think prepares him for the conversation he has, right? Because when he walks in, Cornelius immediately falls to his knees, and Peter's like, I I'm not God. Like, I don't deserve this. Get up. And then we see that these people who he's visiting, the Gentiles that he's visiting, have received the Holy Spirit. And I think Peter has this aha moment that God has already started to move the church in a different direction. And Peter's like, we better baptize these people now. Because what do we know as Catholics? What happens at baptism? We receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit. These people received the gift of the Holy Spirit and hadn't been baptized. And I think Peter was like, oh man, God's mission has already moved beyond what we thought it did. We need to catch up. And so Peter goes out and he baptizes all these people. And I think we have the beginning of this like universality of the church of where this is not just exclusive for this group. And I think that ties into the readings that we get in the second reading um, from John's letter of, of understanding that God's mission is a mission of love. And the only way to know love is to know God and to serve God, which then, of course, right into the gospel says, you know, as the Father loves me, so I love you. Remain in my love. Keep my commands. And what are the commandments that he's talking about? Love God. Love your neighbor. Not love God and just this group of people. It's, it's everybody. Right. So that kind of weaves all three of those things together. I think in picking up off the gospel there um, and looking at the commandments, um, the commandment given to us of um, love one another as I have, as I love you. Um, it's like taking it, it's taking that step further of, um, we always say, oh, love others as you want to be loved. But it's not just that, it's the, the sacrificial love of God, of laying down your life um, for one. And it's not just the love of like, oh, we have to love um, because it's the only way to like survive. Now, while it is, and if we know the, we know the truth and that um, that's going to give us the greatest, I guess, and smoothest path of life is to um, remain in um in harmony with, with the Lord and, and continuing to walk with him. Um, 
it's not supposed to be forced. We do have the free will to choose to love the Lord. And he, he wants us to choose that um, and tells us that, like, when we do choose that, like, our joy is going to be complete. Um, and that there's so much greater that comes from that choice that we make. Um, but again, it's it's not a forced thing. We're given the free will, um, which makes it, it love. It's not love if, if it's forced. Um there's a couple things in these readings that I really like. Um, the first things just kind of caught my eye from my ear, I guess. Uh, in the first reading from Max uh, is just the amount of... Yeah, this is Peter, who has been with Jesus from the beginning of his ministry, more or less, and has you know been there for everything. Uh, you know, Christ gave him the keys to the kingdom and all of this. Um, he, he knows, you know, he... He probably thinks at this point, or at least I would think at this point, like, I've got it all figured out. Um, and maybe he didn't, but there's just this amazing thing that happens here with him and these other folks that are with him in that they realize that they're totally in over their heads. Um, not in that they're unprepared, but just that God is doing so much more than they could have possibly imagined. Um, if they had any idea, if they thought they had any idea of what God was doing, it was infinitely greater and more, um, not complicated, but just greater. Because um, they realized that there's stuff going on here with these people that are receiving the Holy Spirit. Um, and it's just, it w- was not on their radar at all. And I just, um, I love the way that Peter ends up responding. It's like, well then, you know, who, well, let's go ahead and baptize him. Let, you know, let's, let's go the direction God's going here. Um, but just, I just imagine how, wild that must have felt to be standing in the middle of all that and realizing just how totally um, totally you know you think you know what's going on and then there's there's always more with God which is awesome Um, and then I I also love just in the second reading of the gospel um, although it's present in the first reading too the idea of love as sacrifice um there's um, there's lots of ways we talk about love. We've talked about this in this podcast and with our um, youth all the time. But the way that you know we do, the way that we talk about love um, is not. I mean, we we use it to say a lot of different things and mean a lot of different things. Um, but the love that you know, when Jesus is saying love one another as I love you, he he's defining what our love should be um, because. The, the day after he said these words, he died for us on the cross. Um, and not that we have to go and, f- you know, find a cross. You know, God has already got that all worked out for us. But whatever cross it is in our life that we have, um, that's how we love. And whatever it is that we can do to give ourselves to our neighbor and to God, um, on that level, like you said, Chelsea, it's not just, do what you would like others to do to you. It's it's do what God has done. And there's no way we can even begin to live up to that. But um, I think that's a great way for us to look at the fact that he's sort of defining what love is here. And that's um, really wanting and working for someone else's good, even at uh, your own expense. Um, I think overall, one thing I kind of noticed that I thought was really interesting is the structure of these readings. Um, And so it kind of goes in this order of, like, the first reading. You have, like, one of these 
situations of revealing, like one person or one one group having this moment of like revelation. And then in the response or, response oral psalm, you have you know what the Lord has done, how great it is. And then in the second reading, you have um, what that is, and it's love. It talks about God's love. And then in the gospel, you have what we are in accordance with that love, and kind of circling back to that personal revelation. Um, and one of the lines in that gospel says, I no longer call you slaves because a slave does not know what his master is doing. Um, and I think that's interesting because we can go back through the circle of these readings and realize that, you know, we're not being, we're not slaves in that sense. We're not being lied to or manipulated by any means. We can literally go back through these readings themselves and see that everything that he is offering is truth in that sense. So I think it's cool. This reading kind of just like, or this um, set of readings just can kind of like go back and over and over again, and you can kind of see how things fall into place in like a certain order. That was kind of cool. Thanks for joining us for Sunday Scripture today. Be sure to join us again next week for Ascension Sunday. We look forward to being with you again next week. God bless.